Welcome to our podcast for College Catholics, where we discuss faith and spirituality from a Catholic perspective. I am Father Patrick Wainwright, and it's great to have you with us. In the past two episodes, we spoke about the Holy Spirit, who He is, and how He acts both in the Catholic Church and in the individual souls, helping us believe in God and grow in holiness. So today we will be discussing a practical example about a French young man called Jacques Fesch, who lived in France from 1930 to 1957. We will look at how the Holy Spirit made in him a huge interior change in a way that was truly remarkable, miraculous, I would say, and amazing. So I will have a guest, Father John of God, a priest of Midas Christi, to discuss the life of Jacques Fesch. Father John of God was uh, born in August 22, 1985. He joined Midas Christi in 2006 and was ordained a priest on April 9, 2016. He has been in our community of Michigan as a director of formation for our students uh, for several years now. So, hi, Father John of God. How are you doing? Hello, Father Patrick. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? What's up? What are you, what are you up to these days? Okay, so we, we've been working a lot with the community uh, on scheduling all the activities for this coming semester. So it's been a busy organizing time. I'm so, thinking about the summer more than these wintry days and oh, freezing absolutely. days. Thanks be to God, today is warmer than the previous freezing days yes, here uh, in Michigan. Up, up, up there in the 40s. Yes, that is warm here. Compared to the <laughs> 20s that we had these days and windy. So yeah. Well, very good. So, how how did you hear about Zach's Fesh, and what do you like to tell us about him? Yeah, so, um, you know, I was going to a retreat a few years ago. Uh, I had a long drive, and I listened to um, some homilies of an Italian priest, and he spoke about him, and I had never heard of him before, so I, I was really impressed by his life, because it was almost, you know, weird life, and when he mentioned that he was a servant of God, I was very interested on in knowing more about him. Right. About him. So, right, so servant of God would be like a beginning step in the process of canonization, so that means typically, it doesn't mean necessarily that he's going to be a saint, but mm-hmm. it means that there's so many people that already think he's a saint that a the local bishop, in this case, I think it's the Archbishop Cardinal of Paris, mm-hmm. Cardinal Lustigier was the one who started mm-hmm. uh, his, uh, I think, his uh, this process. He gathers enough information and then presents it to the Vatican as a possible candidate for sanct- sanctity, for sainthood. Right? Absolutely, yeah, that's right. And uh, definitely there are a lot of signs right. that tells you that he died at least. Um, with an odor, with a, with a, odor a, of yeah, perfume of holiness. Uh, right. So you, there's enough signs that tell you that he died with an indication of holiness. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Very good. Well, yeah. Tell us a little bit about him. Sure. Well, um, so allow me to to spoil this the story. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoiler because, alert. Yes, because it's interesting to you know as you do with the movies that you uh, start with the a trailer. The, yes, somehow like that. Um, so he. Uh, was a murdered, and he died by uh, capital punishment. Wow. He was so he was executed, um, executed by the, in the, by the guillo- law in the guillotine uh, in right. France, and that is interesting because he was he died in 1957, 
right? So Crazy. The, the guillotine was still <laughs> at work wow. in, in France. Actually, it was until 1977. That was wow. the last time. Anyway, um, he, you know, his life is um, incredible. Uh, he was one young uh, man in a family that was very... We'll say, yeah, wealthy in a good position, not, not super millionaires, Absolutely. but wealthy. His dad was um, a bank director, mm -hmm. and his mom just was um, um, she took care of the, the family. Mm -hmm. And but you know, the characteristics of uh, his dad, uh, he was uh, a terrible atheist. Oh, wow! And, so, and he didn't care about his family, that is one of right. the characteristics. So, he, he actually didn't care about loving his kids. So he didn't, uh, Jax didn't have a father figure that would like, a nurturing father. Yes, absolutely. And, and his mom was a, a good lady. Mm -hmm. uh, she of was course, Catholic? She, she, she was nom Probably. nominally uh -huh. Catholic. Right. Uh, she took care of the education of, of Jax and uh, his sister. There were two uh. of them. Uh, but you know, nominally, they, they went through religious education. Right. They received the, the first sacraments, communion, like many, many, many people today, many Catholics today, they go through, through the basic uh, formation and then that's it. Absolutely, yeah, L literally. Mm -hmm. uh, and wow. in, in, in his case, you know, many people today, they, they have a good, you know, all, a lot of people generally, they have a good uh, father's figure, mother's figure. In right. his case, you know, he lacked that home love. He, he lacked the love that any kid should have, right? right? And uh, from very early in his life, um, he started showing that lack of love mm. because he started uh, acting up. Yeah, kind of, you know, seeking for uh, release or seeking for pleasures or for adventures or for that love outside right. of his home. Right, right, to fill in the holes that were left by the lack of fatherly, fatherly love. Absolutely. So he, he, he went to study, he, he studies, in, and of course, you know, he, he didn't have a strong character. Right. Uh, he was a dreamer somehow, mm -hmm. uh, but a dreamer uh, not in the good sense, in the bad right, sense of right, the, right. The, the meaning of the word. Uh, so um, he's, he went to study, uh, didn't work. He started having, <laughs> spending time with girls, right? Uh -huh. uh, and at some point he had a girlfriend um, mm -hmm. and he, he went to um, serve in the military for a little bit. And it, at that time he was 19 uh, years old and um, he... Uh, had this uh, girlfriend, um, and he 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 got a kid with her. Uh -huh. right? so uh, they, had baby, a child. they had a child out of wedlock. Um, uh, yes, right. Uh, yes. They were just dating, uh, and because they had a child, they decided to get married. You know, uh -huh. but he confesses later in his life that he didn't have any intention to love because actually he didn't know how to love at that time. Right, and probably that is he what was he very, realized it. Yeah. Probably he was very selfish. Right. Absolutely. Right. He 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 wanted to you know uh, enjoy life to, to enjoy life. Literally. So that marriage, of course, didn't. Uh, and by the way, was not a marriage in the church. Um, uh, that marriage didn't uh, last long. Uh, after mm -hmm. a few months, they were separated, and he he abandoned uh, his wife and his girl. There was a little baby. Oh no! A girl. He yes. wanted both of them. Both of them, and he started seeking for more dreams and he right. got with another lady and apparently he had another another you know another uh, child. child a boy um and yeah in this you know nightmare of life that he didn't realize that it was a nightmare a lifestyle that mm -hmm. was completely uh, careless about mm -hmm. what 
things that really mean in life, he started trying to fly from all preoccupations. Um, right. And this is very interesting because in the end, uh, he recognized that he was sad. Uh, you know, he, he had a, a kind of um, big hole, a big, he was missing everything in his life. And right. that made him sad. Like kind so of, something almost like St. Augustine, uh, that he, he had a lot of uh, worldly success but at the same time, he was lacking God, and therefore he felt an emptiness inside that he was craving for greater happiness, greater love, um, but he couldn't have it because he didn't have God. Absolutely. Very yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah. very similar. And um, thanks be to God, for example, St. Augustine, he had someone to, to show right. to him, right, the path. Right. Uh, his mom was his praying mom, for him, St. Monica. St. Ambrose, right? This uh, Jax didn't have uh, anybody, Anyone. it seems, wow. right? But at least he didn't have any anyone there. Mm -hmm. God was waiting for his time, right? Um, for the right time. So he once, one, once he, he, he decided to just leave everything, leave everyone, you know, um, wow. and to... Um, get a, a boat. Yeah, sailboat. Yeah, sailboat, and um, go to um, far away to Polynesia, actually, uh -huh. right? And say, okay, nobody will see me again. There, I will not have any problems. I will live my yeah. life as any I want. I wanted to live. You know, I I will enjoy the life as I, as I want. But the, he had an only problem that he didn't have money. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and actually, he has he a lot of the money. He, he had a lot of debts, uh, uh -huh. and actually, he wanted to fly away from his debts. He was not right. thinking about paying his debts, so right. he goes to his his dad. By the way, his his parents were separated by then, uh -huh, by then. divorced, right? And um, he he goes to he goes to his dad, mm -hmm. who was a wealthy man, right? And um, his dad didn't want to. To, to give him any money. Of course, right. right. He, not, he realized that he was very mature, very selfish, and very, um, I yeah, immature with um, manage money management, wealth management. Yeah. He, he couldn't have handle his money well. Yeah, that in part, that is one reason. And the other reason is that his dad was the same way. Ah, uh, right. You know, he was also attached to material things right. and, uh, and uh, somehow he didn't want to take on responsibility for what he saw in his, in his right. Uh, son because somehow he was somehow responsible for it right but anyway um so uh, Jax decided to steal the money mm -hmm. so he went to a bank and he got a gun um, he went with some friends yeah or he was, somehow like you know a little gang? yeah somehow he he asked for help you uh -huh. know to a few guys, they were not friends, of course, right? Uh -huh. There was some uh, someone who could help him to steal the money, right? Okay. okay. Um, so they got to this place. He had a gun. The um, uh, Jacks had, had a gun, right? He didn't know how to manage a gun, right? Uh, right? Terrible. Um, and but and he was kind of somehow nervous and, and with a lot of adrenaline, right? And the robbery went bad, right? And he should. The, the guide of the store and he wounded him so he 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 flew from it he started running with the money uh -huh. and the police and the police realized, went after him yeah, right. the police went after him so uh, when the police went after him he started shooting somehow nervous then later in his life he says 
I, I was almost in a dream. So I was in a in a situation in which I was not conscious kind of conscious of what I was doing. Right, right, poor guy. Um, well, I mean, poor guy. Somehow, he yeah, he, decide, himself, yeah, you know, he decided but, to do it. Right. right. So, um, but anyway, he hid in a building when he thought nobody was uh, looking for him. He thought he was free already. He got out from the building and there was some police there. So the first thing he did is to shut uh, an officer and oh. he killed him immediately. Oh my goodness. Okay. So he kept running and he he tried to... And finally, the police got him, right? Right. Um, and immediately they took him into prison. Um, so there he woke up. Right. From that, you know, adrenaline moment. Right. Dreaming, unconscious, crazy moment that he had. And... Um, it started a nightmare for him as well. Right. But a nightmare that providentially would lead him to a big conversion, mm -hmm. a great conversion, right? Of course, uh, he he didn't love God. Of course, he was atheist. Of course, he didn't want to to do anything um, with, the, um, with religion, right? Right. But God knew that that was his time. Mm -hmm. And um, he was... Uh, in solitary confinement. Actually, he was in solitary confinement for four years. Um, that is while, what, while his case was being tried. That's right. Mm. Yeah. The um, uh, how do you say this? The, the courts. Court yeah, yeah. The courts the, were. He was. He was uh, that lasted, sued. I mean, the, the his char the press charges. The police probably they took him to court. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. And by the way, it was long too because his case was very soon. Uh, politicized. Uh-huh, right. Um, and made public, probably. Made, made, of course, made public. But since he killed a police, and right. there was a lot of revolutionaries at that time, right? they wanted to make of him an example of punishment, right? So the, the his lawyer and everybody else, and he himself expected, of course, a, a, a punishment, right? Mm -hmm. But he expected maybe long life imprisonment, right, right. maybe 20 years of imprisonment. That is right. what was expected, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but the police started pressing, or people yeah, yeah, yes. started pressing the government to make of him a model case of punishment in order to say, well, you don't joke with those things, with right, these right, things, you know? Right. And finally, they, um, they decided for the um, death, death, penalty. death penalty. Wow! Yeah. So he was right. condemned to death. He was condemned to death. Okay, but anyway, it took four he, years to do to get there, right? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. That's um. So he he went to prison, and he rejected the chaplain of the prison, uh -huh. who was Catholic, a Catholic so was priest. A priest. Uh, and he had a lawyer. So God started influence him. God started uh kind of bring, working working in him at, through a very concrete means, human means, right? And right. uh, so he. First of all, he had a friend uh, that had become a, a Carthusian, right? A, a Carthusian monk. Carthusian, thank you, uh -huh. Father. Carthusian, right? Um, so, he, let's see. He, so, he had... He had a friend, right? That was Catholic. So, he's, somehow he started writing letters with him, uh -huh. right? So, that friend was the first influence for him. And this like, friend was a monk. The sec A second person, ah. yeah. A second person was a lawyer, his lawyer. Okay. Who the government assigned to him, right, for his defense. So the lawyer, who was very smart and very professional and very good at his right. profession, was also a very good Catholic. Wow. Um, that's, so, that's providential. Oh, literally, <laughs> absolutely. And when the um, Jacks rejected the priest, 
this lawyer started influencing him um, and trying to not only to defend him and to seek the best for him for his life, but also to show interest for his soul. Wow. And for his eternal life. Good for the lawyer. Incredible. Literally. An apostle. Very good. So that for a few weeks, Jack didn't want to know absolutely anything about the faith, but little by little, that solitary confinement mm -hmm. helped him to start reflecting on his life. Mm -hmm. And God started the, not only the exterior process of conversion through those helps that sent him, he sent mm -hmm. Jax, but also the interior process of conversion right. and grace started working inside the through, Holy through the action started of the working, Holy Spirit, right. literally, uh, in his life. And that work of the Holy Spirit produced a uh, Uh, an incredible change in the in the um, soul in the life of Jax. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he started reading. <laughs> he says that he read 200 books wow. in one year. Wow! So he read Saint Teresa of Avila. She, he 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 read uh, the Little Flower. He the story read, of soul. yeah, he read Saint John of the Cross. Uh, so Probably imagine the imitation of Christ. I don't know how many books have you read this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not two hundred <laughs> at least. Two hundred, maybe ten. Uh, um, so anyway, uh, that opened to him a horizon, right? That he had never imagined before. You know, mm -hmm. um, and it, it's incredible because um, he started reflecting on his life, mm -hmm. and he realized the causes of all his actions. Right. And he recognized the lack of love, the lack of guidance, the lack of presenting to him good ideals when he right. was younger, the uh, kind of uh, careless attention of his relatives, his family. Uh, and he said, well, somehow I was the, the product right. of all that. Mm -hmm. So he said, I became a murderer. Yes, somehow for for my actions, but... You know, I didn't know how to love. Nobody told me how to love, right, right? right? And he said, instead, I know that I, 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 I deserve this pain. He said, I, right. I deserve this punishment. Uh -huh. But uh, he said, um, um, I know the actions. I know that I did things wrong. And for example, one of the things that he realized is the lack of love toward his wife and his of girl, course. right? Yeah. Um, so he said, I should. Uh, rent an account. I, I should kind yeah, of give, give an, an account, account right. Be in, front of, in front of them. Yeah. He said, not in front of the justice of the police or of the right. Right. Um, so it's incredible how all this um, um, grace of the Holy Spirit inspired him to recognize in him the uh, meaning of of his actions, the culpability, the guilty of his uh, actions. No, yeah, the, the, his decisions. wrongdoing. He realized his wrongdoing, and it's really clearly an action of the Holy Spirit because he was very hardened of heart even up to that point when the lawyer wanted to speak to him and he wouldn't listen. Right, and he rejected the priest originally. So wow! So the Holy Spirit did actually work in him his conversion. Absolutely, absolutely. And you can tell literally that uh, he had a grace that was beyond human means. Right. Uh, you know, you can tell that God is, was working in right. his life. There were But, human means, but the grace was beyond them. Absolutely. Right. Yes, yes. Um, so anyway, 
um in this you know he he when he was in this process on conversion after a while he gave, he gave up to god in the mm -hmm. sense in the sense of he said he surrendered okay, I, to god thank you yeah he surrendered to god he said i believe wow. and i cannot deny that i believe wow in an instant he woke up uh, um, he woke up one night and he said i believe God is there and God is taking care of me. Wow. And God allowed all this to happen in my life for a reason. And right. God is allowing this to happen for a reason. Okay, not that it was easy for him because he had um, that marks of sadness, for example, or mm -hmm. fear, or he had terrible uh, dark nights in mm -hmm. that process of conversion, right? But at the same time, he recognized um, that he, he believed in God and God was with him, mm -hmm. right? Um, so he started writing, um, right? And today, like a, a, memoirs. a journal, a, uh -huh. a journal more than a memoir, a spiritual journal, uh -huh. you know, all his experiences, all his thoughts, um, fruit of prayer from reading. So after he converted, he asked for baptism, for, you know, um, and um, he started writing, sending letters, in, uh, exchanging letter, letters with his friend, right? Oh, with the Carthusian priest? Yes, so he was joking because uh, Jax said, well, my cell is a monastery now, right? right? Uh, so I, His prison cell I, is like a monastery cell. I spend hours praying, reading, and just uh, writing, journaling, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I some sometimes I have conversations he received the visits of his wife wow and, so his wife girls, yes started visiting him started yeah so at that time he, he was his wife but from a civil point of view he wasn't yes, married in the, the church and, and that is a good point because he started thinking about a marriage in the church so wow. one of his great hopes that it seems that it's not clear because there are different sources about it some sources say that um, he got married in the church before he died. Uh -huh. Some sources said that he he didn't, right? Okay, for some reasons, right? But, but at least the, he literally he, he wanted to, and 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 he also uh, reconciled with his wife and apologized to her. Literally, absolutely, oh. yes. And not not only that, he forgave his dad, mm -hmm. he forgave his mom, and he started working actively in the conversion of his family. Wow! So he started from, praying. From his cell. He started praying and offering his sufferings. Mm -hmm. for his dad, for the conversion mm -hmm. of his dad. And so in, in there are some signs from his writings that he advanced fast and quick in the ways of spiritual life. So in that uh, confinement, the Holy Spirit was at work and he was working quick and fast mm -hmm. because there are signs how he, uh, incredibly in three years, uh, he, some of his writings have a tone like the great mystics of the church. Right. right? Uh, for example, um, the simplicity of the spiritual life, or for example, the the discovery of the of his nothingness in front of God, and the recognition and acceptance of his nothingness in front of God, and um, that humility that poverty of spirit that is characteristic of all the saints and uh, for example the little flower right and um, the acceptance of all uh, his miseries and all his wrongdoings and the desire to 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 suffer with Christ right that was beyond just uh, resignation 
right. see. Um, so so it, what is noticeable in his writings and his attitude is that he grew and advanced in the spiritual, in the wave of the spiritual life faster than your typical s saint, right? Uh, yes, absolutely. And he, he was yeah. basically a, a, a spiritual soul and a mystic soul within three years. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And mystic not because he had visions, you know, right. that is not the mystical life. Mystic because he reached a degree of union with God and love. The mm -hmm. union is love, right? Um, that is beyond the normal. Right. You know, At least that's a what great degree. That's what people could recognize from his writings and his his attitude. Yes. Wow, that's awesome. So, um, the day of his birthday of um, 1957, mm -hmm. April the 6th, uh, he was sentenced to death Wow. that day. And the sentence was planned for October the 1st. That's right? in year 1957. 1957. Wow. And um, October the 1st is... Um, Sentence of the Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so it's incredible because, uh, yeah. Uh, so he, he finally was executed. And what about, what else so, can you tell me about his, that, that event? Yeah, yeah. So he, um, he had, a, as, I, as I mentioned before, it was not easy for him. He had a, a dark uh, nights of the soul in which right. he was afraid, right? Uh, so let me, um, he, before he, he, before he, the, the day before he he died, um, the priest he did a general confession, uh -huh. right? Wonderful. He received communion. Wow. Um, and he was ready, and he sent a letter uh, uh, to his um, wife, saying, uh, "In a few hours, I won't be here. In a few hours, wow. I will be with God forever." Um, so I accept this. Mm -hmm. I embrace this. Um, and again, as I said before, I accept this not just, you know, as the punishment of my faults, but I mm -hmm. accept this as the the, um, the sign of God for me, kind of uh, mm -hmm. the the events that God wanted for for my life. And so he he went to to sleep. Uh, of course, he didn't he couldn't sleep too much. Right, I imagine. Um, and so he goes to the scaffold mm -hmm. and. When he is about to get to the guillotine, he asked the priest, "Father, Father, the crucifix, the crucifix!" Mm -hmm. Right. So he uh, kissed the crucifix many times, and then right after that, uh, he died. Um, wow. So you can tell that it was not. Um, at least you can tell that the succession of events of, of events of his life, right. Uh, would not have ended in that way if it not have been for the work of the Holy Spirit Absolutely. in his life. Right, and uh, his conversion reminds me a lot of the conversion of Pranzini, another man who had been also condemned to death uh, because of terrible murders that he had committed. And now in this case of Pranzini, we read about it in the story of a soul of St. Therese of Lisieux. Uh, she had heard about him and she uh, prayed especially for his conversion. And uh, so much she prayed that this man at the very moment, at the very last moment of his life, right, he was also killed by the guillotine. Uh, but before, uh, before that, he had uh, rejected any, any 
possibility of conversion. He had rejected Jesus and any sacrament. But right at that moment, he turned around and asked for the priest that was standing there with the crucifix for the crucifix. He asked for the crucifix, and he kissed it three times, and then he died. Mm. And uh, St. Therese of Lisieux um, writes that she considered his conversion, his first, uh, like a first soul that he that she uh, saved, so to speak. And she wanted to save many souls uh, from 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 death and from eternal death. Yeah, very, very actually very similar, mm-hmm. uh, and both in France, right? So. Right, so why don't you, is there any other uh, thought or any other uh, idea that you wanted to uh, tell us about? Um, sure. Um, one thing, you know, I was thinking since this is a, um, kind of an example, concrete example of the life of a person in which the Holy Spirit is at work, right. as, as he is in, in our lives as well. Mm-hmm. One of the things that um, make a big contrast in his life, right, is that when he he said he says uh, Jacks, right, he says that when he was younger and he had everything he wanted and he was around a dreamer and dreaming for adventures and you know doing this doing that trying to find all pleasures he wanted, he said I was actually I was not free. Mm-hmm. He said right because I was moved by impulses by the way I, the way I was educated. Um, I was slave of um, all these things that I was looking for, seeking, right? Right, slave of his passions as well, right? Because he's like following his passions wherever they go. So right. he wants to have fun, he goes have fun. He wanted to do this, he did that. He, w- he wanted to steal, he stole. Right, right. But the contrast and the <laughs> kind of... Um, incredible thing. Incredible thing right. is that he was confined to a solitary uh, confinement cell right. for three years and a half, right? And so he lived... In that cell, 23 hours a day. He had only one uh, hour to walk around the yard of the prison, right? Um, So in that cell, he discovered this new horizon, this new life, and he felt free. He said, everybody thinks, uh, according to the the standards of the world, that I am uh, not free. I'm kind of enclosed in these four walls. and I cannot do whatever I want. But I'm freer than a lot of people that go around the world doing whatever they want. Right. And it's incredible how he was able to recognize that and to um, live that. And that was an encouragement for him because right. he discovered a real freedom, right? That was, of course, being with Christ, the freedom right. that Christ gives. Right. As St. Paul says, I think it's the second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 3. Where St. Paul says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So how when we are with Christ, we're free. And when we do our own stuff away from God and away from Christ, there there is no real freedom. There is almost, I would say, slavery to one's passions, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I wanted to uh, think, or two conclusions that I want to draw from this story that can apply to, to us and to everyone who's listening uh, the Holy Spirit can definitely do miracles of conversion and even of sanctification, right? So we, first of all, can trust and can ho- have hope in our own salvation and our, our own sanctification in spite of our weaknesses and our limitations. Uh, but we also should 
pray for those whom we think are away from God, even though we don't see any signs of conversion, because God can work conversions in people, although externally they don't look like they're going to turn around at all, right? So we need to con continue praying, we need to continue reaching out if possible uh, for those whom, whom we love and we want to, to see closer to God. In order to add to that, Father, um, first, his own case, he, he seemed to be a lost case, but Completely. He, he was not, right? But then not only him, he prayed for the conversion of his dad, and his dad ended up converting. Wow. Incredible. And there we also see how the other thing, right, the, how the infinite mercy of God, right, is willing to forgive any sin that we commit. Because obviously his life was not a good one. He's not an example of holy living before, right? But God, in his infinite mercy, when he what, turned to God, when Jack's flesh turned to God, God forgives him and God forgave him. And so we have to also be uh, encouraged by that, that even if we have committed bad, terrible sins, if we repent and turn to God, we can trust that God is going to forgive us, right? Uh, so we have to go to confession and do penance, of course. Now, that, of course, that does not mean that we should leave our conversion to the end because God gives us grace to convert today. We need to turn today. We shouldn't delay our conversion, right? That's right, yeah. And, and um, you know, that um, tells you that we need to be sincere, right? Interiorly mm -hmm. sincere. Um, and God always is at work, always. He is always working in us, always. There is not one second, right, in life, in our lives, that he will not work in us. Because, actually, he's love, and he is right. God, and he sustains us. And he wants our salvation. And he wants, absolutely. Right, so... Very good. Well, thank you so much, Father John of God, for sharing your knowledge and your insights about Jack Fesh and his incredible, incredible conversion and his, uh, not only conversion, but spiritual growth and who knows, maybe sanctification, right? So, um, we'll, Yeah, let's we'll, pray for that. Yeah, let's pray not? for that yes. and we, we hope it, it is an example for many. So I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, episode. If you have any questions about this or any other episode, don't hesitate to send me an email at info at fourcollegecatholics.org. I'd love for, to hear from you. And if you can, leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and now also available in Spotify so that other, others may be encouraged to listen as well. May God bless you all. Thank you, Father John of God, for being with us. You're welcome, Father. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for and inviting we'll see me. You. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see you, everyone, next time. <laughs>